Welcome, everybody. I have Natalia back on the podcast today. Hi, everyone. For those that don't know, Natalia was on episode three, telling us all about her dating disasters and marriage proposals. But she's back with a whole new story this time. So tell us, Natalia, what have you been up to during lockdown? Well, um, I think everyone was at the beginning of lockdown thinking, okay, well, this is going to be all about me. I'm going to, you know, start that meditation thing that I've wanted to do for like seven years. I'm going to, I don't know, take up this hobby or whatever, because it was quite a hard time, I think, for everyone and quite a weird time. But oh no, um, something's always got to happen in my life, hasn't it? So um, I actually decided after a couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I'm I'm pretty bored because I live by myself, right? So I live by myself. I've got my cats and I couldn't see my friends and I don't have any family here. So I was like, this is really boring. Sad times. Sad times. Well, you had me to visit for a bit. I did. I did. That's true. And that was Get a little bit of company for a bit. I did. And um, yeah, so I thought, well, you know what, like... Maybe I'll just go back online dating. And then that night when I went to bed, I thought to myself, oh God, not again. I was like, you know, all those dating disasters that we have previously discussed and there are still many more. I was like, I don't think I can just go through this all over again. And also, how do you date in lockdown? Like, mm. what, do you, what do you do? Oh, it's a hard one. It's, it's such so a hard, hard one. right? So, Especially yeah, proper lockdown. Well, there's nothing you can really do apart from walking. Yeah. Go and like walking dates really exactly so I, I sat there and I thought to myself no you know what like this might be the perfect opportunity to meet someone with distance so like they're not forcing themselves on you like my talent stallion ones that you've had like, you know well, they're not asking me to marry <laughs> like, them or keep whatever that like... 1.5 meters please <laughs> yeah. at all times exactly <laughs> so I was like this this is actually going to work out for me this is perfect mm. so off I go um you know back on bumble and uh did my profile and everything. And and then, you know, it just occurred to me and I thought, I work in recruitment, you work in recruitment, we're the same, right? So we have to go through and we have to like screen people before jobs and make sure that they fit the bill and before we even like meet them and interview them. And I was thinking, Mm. I should have those standards for myself when I date. Why am I just dating any Tom, Dick or Harry, like just because I like a conversation with them? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screen them. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be a fun project if in lockdown... I don't know. At this point, I was like, if they if they actually participated, but I was like, wouldn't it be a fun project in lockdown if I actually did a questionnaire? (laughs) Sounds so stupid. I did a questionnaire for every guy that had a potential and got them to fill it out pre meeting me for a a date walk. And I'm currently sat here just like shaking my head, like, oh, what (laughs) the hell? (laughs) And so, what I thought was a genius idea. I was still going crazy. When you first told me, I was like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you sure? Like, I thought this was some sort of joke. And then, to be honest, I, I didn't think I'd go through with it. But then I thought to myself, actually, this is a really good idea because... I want to write down everything that I know that I want now in my 30s, having been through all those disasters in my 20s and everything that I've learned. I want to write down everything that I know that I want and that's important to me and find out who it matches with. Like, because everyone, you know, everyone's at different stages of their lives. Like you meet people in their 30s that are at the stage I was at when I was 25. Then I meet guys in their 20s who want to get married and have kids Mm -hmm. and are already there. It's just everyone's at, a different pace and you know and that's okay but it's about finding the right person that you you know that you sync with so I thought well this is going to be really difficult because now and in recruitment terms my talent pool is going to be bigger because everyone's at home 
<laughs> and, and also you've got to sift, sift through it haven't you you've, through got, it, you've so got to create that long list of potential people I've got to have a pool before creating the short list before you're interviewing them and actually meeting them exactly and I was like you know what I do 10,000 steps a day anyway because we're in lockdown I'm not going to go and do 20,000 just because I've got to try and fit in two walk dates a week or something so I was thinking okay now you need to choose wisely so one night I was sat having a wine and I had finished my... Which is all we do in lockdown. <laughs> literally drank a bottle, like a bottle a night, literally. Um, so I'd had my half bottle and I sat there and I just got off Zoom with one of my girlfriends and I told her and she absolutely pissed herself. She thought it was the most hilarious thing. And I was like, no, I'm actually going to do this. So I wrote down 10 questions. 10 questions of things I know if they answered incorrectly... I, it would be a flat out no because they were like deal breakers for me. Mm. I was like, Nat, just write down 10 deal breakers. That's it. So at this point, I don't have anyone to do. <laughs> to do you've got no test. one to use to, no to experiment on this. Any like, yeah, so you've got no pipeline. I've got no pipeline. So I was but like, you've still written the questions because you're like, this is what I'm looking for. Exactly. So I was like, you know, this it's is like doing the job brief, isn't it? Yeah, the job brief, like getting it signed off, you know? So yeah, I was like, knowing what, exactly what you want before you start looking. Yeah. For the right candidate. Exactly. <laughs> So I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to do it. So I wrote down these 10 questions and actually, believe it or not, it took me like two hours because I had to really think about what was super important mm. for me. And what were they? So so like um, there were questions around uh, the basic questions like, what's your religion? Do you follow it? Um, what are your top values and priorities in life? Family. What's your social life like? Because that's very important for me. I dated someone with no friends and that was a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that would Followed be my worst like idea as well. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Fuck sake. Don't want to leech. Don't want someone following Just me around. stop it, you know? I've always said, I always, and I've probably mentioned this before, but... I always want someone that I feel that I can like just throw into any social situation and I can leave them for hours and not feel like I have to go check on them that they're okay. Like I just want to leave them there. But I also want them to be able to hold themselves so they're like, my my friends can essentially rip them apart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they can can handle it. Like, and it's fine. God, it makes it sound like my friends are animal. They're not really. They just want the best for me. So they they want to make sure that he's the right one. Absolutely. And like, you know, they wouldn't be a good friend if they didn't do it. But um. Yeah, so I filled out these 10 questions, as I said, social life, uh, career, because my mm. career is really important to me and I don't have time to fanny around and follow someone around like I've got shit to do and if I don't have time to, you know, catch up, I'll make time for the right person. If You know, it's like a two-way street, mm. right? So Definitely. all these really important things to me. Um, so I wrote down this questionnaire and then kind of left it and then um you're on a couple of days on bumble i, on I put bumble. it I, I saved it on a word document then i was on bumble and i had matched with this guy um two guys actually and we were just chatting backwards and forwards and then there were three so we, there was three of us like there was three of them and me and i was chatting on and off with all three the first guy get a bit confusing at times yeah the first guy yeah i was kind of into but like you know very unresponsive kind of had to push for a message and I was like oh god this is just hard work killing my battery and I was like no this is not going to happen the other guy very very full-on you know like my favorites from episode three a middle eastern very passionate l- liked every single 
bloody Facebook picture I've ever had. <laughs> was he one of those that he like replied within a split second and, and you're like, heart. chill out? He went, when he added me on Facebook, he hearted like 3,000 of my photos. No. Uh, no, he fucking did. No, that's that's just, again, He just, so, like, psycho. So anyway. So is that what you normally do, give them your Facebook? No, we had, I didn't want to give him my number and I was happy because I was trying to suss him out and, mm. you know, I just didn't know and I gave him my Facebook and so we could messenger because then I know that he hasn't got any direct contact to me in terms of my phone number or whatever so mm, yeah yeah and as soon as he started going with the likes it was just crazy but th- there is a story behind that so anyway carried on still chatting but I thought it was a bit weird and then the other guy yeah just really good chit chat so there was like one that I had to push for one that was a bit full-on and one that was pretty nice so anyway um the pretty nice one then did kind of like disappearing act, you know, like they do. Probably married with kids. Felt guilty, said so delete his profile, you know, that story. Mm. Um, and then the one with the Facebook likes was just, yeah, very much on top of me. But I just felt it was a bit too much and I wasn't quite ready. And then the other guy kind of like just, you know, came in and out. And um, and how long were you talking to them all for? So we're I, in lockdown for a considerable amount of time. I had spoken, so let's name them Guy 1, Guy 2. Guy 2 will be the Facebook guy and Guy 1 is the guy that I dated. So Guy 1, um, <clears throat> I spoke to him for, must have been a, nearly 10 days mm-hmm. before the whole questionnaire thing came out. So it was like the 10th day, we were just chatting and I, and I actually thought I'm going to throw it in there as a joke because he had asked mm-hmm. to Zoom me. Oh, so let's zoom because we couldn't. It was just it was at the height of coronavirus. But right, I think you know? it's weird because <clears throat> I had that. So I didn't date through lockdown. Um, well, towards the end I did when things were kind of, I suppose, picking up a bit, yeah. could do a bit more. But yeah, no, I had that where like, do you want to Facetime? Like, absolutely not. It's so it's weird, so freaking awkward. It's I'm like, so no. Awkward. I was like. The most mm. I will go to is probably like a walk. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I'm not FaceTiming you. Somewhat one guy said to, said to me like, oh, um, why don't we go out and buy the same ingredients and then we can cook the same meal and FaceTime each other at the same time while we for cook God's it? Sake. I was like, nah, you're right. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. I was like, no, thanks. I'm fine. No, thanks. Anyway. um, So, yeah, so I, I, I Zoomed in. And we had a really good conversation. Like he was really engaging. And this was the guy that was like, I was trying to push for like replies. You know, he was very basic at replying and there was no fluff or anything. And we had this really lovely in-person conversation on Zoom. And I thought, oh, okay, he's not a texter. Great. That's no problem, right? Wasn't it awkward when you started the Zoom? Obviously not towards the, like, you know, once you well, got into it, but initially. Being in recruitment, you don't get awkward because you're like, yeah, you're used you know, to you a meet Zoom call. so many people and you have to interview so many people every day. It's just like talking to another candidate, really, isn't mm. it? So, well, that's how you see him. And he was stage. my candidate. Yeah, he was completely. <laughs> it was part of your experiment. He was. And uh, so anyway, we were just chatting and then came off that Zoom call and um, we'd had a phone call the following night. And then I said to him, I said, well, because he said, oh, we meet in uncertain times. And I said, we absolutely do. And um, I said, hey, look, um, you know, I've got an idea. And I actually asked him out. He didn't even think of the walk situation. So I said to him, look, I'm more than happy to go on a social distance walk. I said, however, um, I do have some questions that I'd like to ask you before I do meet with you, if that's okay with you. And I'm thinking that this is a perfect time for you to answer them. And he's you're probably thinking like the odd, you know, pretty standard question by this point. Oh, he's probably 100%. like, yeah, throw it at me. Like, I'll give you an answer straight away. Like, easy. What is it? The question might just be like, oh, what time are we going to meet or something? Yeah, definitely. Like nothing major. Didn't realise that he's gonna, you were going to be asking everything about work and religion and family and everything else. So I think he was very surprised. And then I, 
I basically said to him, look, I'm going to send you an email and <laughs> I'm going to send you an email. It's got a document attached to it. And if you could kindly fill that out and reply back to me, that would be fantastic. And he was just like, sure, I'll get it done for you tonight. And I thought, oh my wow, God, shut up. I was it. like, as if he's that into it. You know, like, I was literally kind of half joking, but not. And I, mm. I was very much ready for him to go, no thanks. So anyway... <clears throat> Lo and behold, I log in the next morning, 2am in the morning, I've got an email back, but this was the next morning. So I could see he'd been up all night, like wow. writing it. Commitment. He had really put in an effort and you know what, fair play. And Well, he, you were quite detailed in what you wanted. Like it was a formal email because <laughs> I've seen it. It was a formal it email. It was a formal email. The document attached, it was like, if you could write a paragraph <laughs> on, like, on what you do for work and like, <laughs> what was it? Like why you enjoy it or something. Or it was like, welcome to dating, dating nap part one. <laughs> if you could kindly oh, fill out God. the attached. You know, it was so cringy, but like, at the end of the day, it was fun. Like we were in lockdown. Everyone was so depressed and I was like, I'm so, over this life it probably didn't um, have any normal work to do anyway so yeah as well. exactly and I thought you know what this is the perfect opportunity for me to potentially mm. find a golden nugget so um anyway he'd filled out this survey <laughs> questionnaire sent it back to me and it was absolutely brilliant like it was on point ticked your boxes everything that he had answered had ticked all of my boxes so I thought okay this qualifies for a social distance walk day. Qualifies, I like it. Another <laughs> Qualifies, so he <laughs> moved to the shortlist. Yeah, exactly. Shortlist. So, date two. Qualified for the role. <clears throat> Sorry, date one, not date two. Yeah, qualified for the role. Date one, um, post the screening, was uh, a walk date. So, we had already seen each other on Zoom. He'd filled out the questionnaire. I really liked his answers. They were very, you know, really good. Anyway, so I say, let's meet at this place and let's go for a walk down by the um down by the river so when you met did you touch elbows so <laughs> no so it was so funny right because obviously we've all lived in our active gear for like four months now mm. and at that point i was like active well, gear that's I, a new word what do i go out in my on my active way active, active gear active gear i don't know my my gear um so i was like okay i'm gonna go out but we're going for a walk so i'm gonna have to wear my active wear oh my God, I'm going to look so ugly. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do my hair and my makeup and then just wear like the nicest active wear I've got and a nice like hoodie or something. And then that should be fine, right? Mm. Um, and he turned up in like jeans and a, like a, a polo. He looked really nice, casual, mm. but really nice, but not in active, <laughs> <laughs> not in active wear. And anyway, so I stood at this point waiting for him to meet me and I can see him he's very tall and he's walking down the street and I'm like oh my god that's him and I'm like oh my god he's in jeans and a bloody really nice polo and here's me and my bloody fucking dancing tights and my Nike shoes and my shitty Nike jumper I'm like oh god well done that so anyway he comes up and I'm like hi and he's like hello and I'm like god this is really awkward like I really want to hug you I don't know what to do you know what I'm like mm. I'm You're such a, a hugger person, yeah. I'm such a hugger and a kisser and I was like I don't know what to do this is, so I just stood there and I was like hi and he was like hello I was like oh fuck anyway I was like so should we go for a walk <laughs> like so weird and it, he was like yeah sure so anyway, this is your first covid walk it's our first covid yeah. social distance. so it's all new to both and I tried to break the ice by going don't walk too close to me <laughs> thinking you're hilarious and I wasn't because he didn't get it anyway and I was like just don't walk too close to me and uh, he probably thought my god she's so weird and it was just my sense of humour but whatever so we went on this lovely walk and we spent 
probably about three and a half hours together, watch the sunset. Three and a half hours? Yeah. Flipping it. Talking, talking, talking. God, the max I do on a first date is an hour and that's pushing it. Yeah. So well, it <laughs> On was, a walking date and anyway. You know what? We three and a half hours. Didn't even have wow. a drink. Didn't even have nothing. Just a walk. Didn't have a drink <clears throat> or anything. Just a walk in the sunset. That was it. Oh, it sounds very romantic. Yeah, so it was, but it wasn't because we didn't know each other. So mm. it was it was nice scenery. And you were 1.5 metres. And we were 1.5 metres apart. And I had my sanitising gel in my pocket. I can just imagine this right now. <laughs> so funny. You had your hand sanitizer. had my hand sanitizer in my pocket. Good job. Um, asked him if he had COVID. He said no. Of course, they were all going to say no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the first date. And what was your thoughts after that first date? No, I liked him. I thought, you know what? He's a really nice guy. He's very well put together. He's very polite. He he's not full on. Very different to the types of guys I've been with before. So yeah, I I kind of liked him. I thought, okay, yeah, this can go to date two. Hmm. Okay, that's good. And so, so date date two was um, part of the recruitment process. So yes, yeah, so date two was like you know that really hard technical test that you get if you're a developer, or like the really hard face to face with a hiring manager that's going to literally scrutinise you and grill you to the max before you even get to final interview. So I was like, I'm going to go hard on this one. Stepping <laughs> up a notch. So I was like, okay. Um, I've got a plan for date two. And he goes, okay, sure. Um, what What's the plan? And I said, okay, we're going to meet and um, we can either take a picnic or drinks or, or nothing, whatever. And I've got some questions that I want to ask you. And uh, no, so, uh, sorry, I didn't say questions. I said, I've got an exercise for us. Oh, And he was thinking, okay, I'm sure she's weird. But anyway, whatever, he said yes. So off I go near his neck of the woods and um, I rock up. And it's actually so funny because um, we the 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 the, um, the date we had organised, we'd said that we'd go in black tie. <laughs> to, what to make it fun? You did not seriously. We went, were you both agreed to do black tie. We went in black tie. <laughs> so like it was, I was literally wearing like this lot. It was like a maxi dress. It was very flowy with like a like whatever. Anyway, so it's long black dress with my heels and we were walking like down the fucking swamp <laughs> so what the hell? did he have like a full-on dicky bow so so this is the joke and this is our running joke is that he was the one that requested black tie and he was the one that didn't come up in black tie what yeah so he was like okay but then post that we've it's fine anyway so i was all dressed up whatever he was still looked really nice but he didn't have a dicky bow tie or whatever um, did he have a jacket on at least yeah, oh, he had a okay, so he was fairly smart. Yeah, okay. he was he was smart. So off we go, and we're walking down. Um, so you know Wentworth Point area, like Rhodes area. They've got like this big swamp walk, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just there uh, walking along in your black tie, in the swamp, with my bloody heels your on, date, like and your God's day. <laughs> so we sit in this lovely park, like full of sunshine. It was actually really lovely. There was no one there, and we had like a picnic blanket and everything. And I had these two envelopes. And there was definitely no one, so no one saw you in your black tie or there they was, did? Well, people in their active gear, active, <laughs> they did. <laughs> but not, not, yeah, they didn't, I don't think they wondered. But it was weird because it was COVID, so, yeah, but whatever. So we sat on the grass and I gave him, he said, okay, so what's the exercise? And I gave him this envelope, which had had his name on it. Mm. And I have my own envelope. And I said, what we're going to do now is we're going to sit back to back. I'm going to open my um I'm going to open my envelope. You're going to open yours. On yours is um, five questions that I want to ask you. And I want you to answer them as honestly as you can. And I won't interrupt you until you've finished. 
and we'll go on to the next one. And feel free to just take your time, whatever, because I knew I was going to put him on the spot. And he's quite a reserved guy. Mm. So I was like, he's really not going to... pushing him out of his comfort zone. I was zone. pushing him out of his comfort zone because I just wanted to see. So I was like, okay, here are the five questions. And, you know, whatever. And sorry, I got that wrong. In my envelope were the five questions I was going to read out one by one. And in his envelope was the introduction to the exercise. So, we had oh, to sit- so he's only reading what he has to do. Yeah, like, He hasn't even got any time to prepare your questions. No, I said, just please, um, welcome to part two. Oh uh, in this exercise, exor- welcome. <laughs> yeah, in this exercise, we're going to sit back to back. Um, you're going to answer a series of questions. Take your time to answer these questions. This is a full on exercise right here. It was full on. Like I grilled him. So um, how did he look? Did he look a bit like pale? No, he looked fine. Like this is what I really love about him. Like he's so calm and collect. Nothing like so he's me. He's like oh, not phased. Yeah. I've got this. He's like I've got it. But I'm sure he was nervous. So we have our backs to each other. And the first I I've I've got only like three questions that I remember of it. I don't have the sheet of paper anymore. Should have kept it, but The first question was if you had one day left to live, what would you do? And wow. immediately he was what, like, what? <laughs> unlimited popcorn in Disneyland. And I was like, oh my God, that is the best answer ever. So went through all of that. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> the, the, the next question was, tell me something no one knows about you. And I'm not going to repeat that one Ooh. here because if he does listen, he'll kill me. So yeah, that's yeah. N- no repeating. And the third question was, what do you like most about me? Mm. And he was like, <laughs> it was really funny because he went, your, your face your eyes <laughs> your... let me start again <laughs> and I was like okay take your time no worries relax <laughs> and you're back to back still by this point and we're back to back um what and then there were two questions? other questions as well I don't really remember can't remember at all actually what they were and he answered them really well and then we kind of turned around and looked at each other and it was fun because like we'd broken the ice completely mm. he had completely just told me all of his secrets <laughs> And, and he still knows nothing about you because you just grilled him the whole time. He knows nothing about me, like literally nothing. So did he turn around and be like, can I ask you now? He did ask me. He goes, I want to ask you the same the same two questions that you asked me. So if you had one last day left to live and what do you like the most about me? So I answered those two questions and that really broke the ice. And then we turned around and we chatted and we had our date. And that date went for four hours. Mm. Wow. Walking, talking, you know, so... So yeah. obviously going really well. Yeah, it is. But you know when you just, you don't... I think people are so, like, taken by the fact that you have to have instant chemistry. Mm. Or an instant attraction. And that's just not how it is. That's, like, something that you can take to bed with you. And then the next day, like, you know, whatever, it's kind of over. It's not there to, to last. Mm. From what my experience, I know that if you have that immediate butterflies, chemistry, it, it just doesn't last. It always ends in disaster, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was anyway date two. So how are you feeling after that? So I was feeling like, you know what, like he's really nice. He's definitely not my type of guy. I wouldn't have picked him for me. Very mm. reserved, very different to the types of guys I dated, as you know, in as episode normally three. Date, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, guys, episode three. Um, so, or heard it, sorry. But yeah, so I was on the fence. Mm. But I thought, you know what, you can't make a decision until date three. I say that to all my girlfriends. I'm like, don't judge straight away because you never know. Take it to the third. And if at the third it's still a disaster, then you just continue, right? See, uh, this is what's interesting when you say around this. So like date one, two, three. I feel like date one and two, it's quite easy to be like, no, it's not working. End it. I feel like after date three, I feel like you're 
already still kind of committing. You're like things are getting like that little bit more kind of serious in a way and I I start to feel like it's harder to break and it's harder to start like creating excuses or thinking like how am I going to get out of this like and it's really difficult but you also (laughs) don't want to just throw in the towel too early because I've been known to do that as well and then you're like oh what have I done so it's I think it's it's really hard to kind of judge that date three is always like that question mark like oh is it going to go further or not I think the good thing about this guy was that he wasn't so full-on with texting and calling so our relationship evolved over time which I think is really important mm. like you can't just it can't just be rushed you know like straight away you you can fall in love with each other and that's it you're going to be together and never leave each other and every day together and texting and calling I think that is just so emotionally overwhelming and that's something that I've definitely learned as well it, it needs time to to build and mature and things like that and that again like I sound like I'm f- 50 here but like I really have learned a lot from the dating world in terms of the disasters and I wouldn't change my disasters for the world mm. but that's the thing it's just the con- like it, when someone is instantly messaging essentially it is it is too much it's on it top is, of you especially like you know we have really busy jobs lots of other people do as well not not just us but like just don't one have the time but two it is draining yeah and also I'm like if I'm seeing someone in the evening I'm like well, I'm not going to tell you my whole day, exactly. like semester all day, and then you get to the evening, like, oh, what do you say? Oh, well, you know, because we've already had this conversation. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if you, before you know it, it gets boring. You just chat absolute shit. Yeah. Like, do you remember when you were younger? My mum used to be like, "What are you texting your friends about?" Like, honestly, <laughs> what are you talking like, about? what are you even yeah. talking about? Like, you must be talking about absolute shit. Like, I don't know how you've got anything to talk about. And I'm just like, oh, well, but yeah, like it is, it is like that, isn't it really? Definitely, definitely. Without a doubt. So I think it is a lot nicer when it's kind of yeah, a bit more kind of spaced out, and you can just text them when you want have a bit more respect for the personal space you know oh for sure um so yeah so then after that i thought you know what it deserves the date three if anything he deserves it more than me because he's answered all these embarrassing questions and awkward questions and very in-depth questions for me Mm. and i really respect the the fact that he took the time out to do that because i'm pretty sure not many guys would do that no definitely not um (laughs) definitely definitely not um it's pretty rare to find someone that's willing to do that I was thinking about this though. I was thinking, I think it depends on that person's sit, like kind of situation as well. Yeah. Because I think if someone's been dating a lot and gone on lots of dates and like it's been like picky and choosy with who they're going with, then they'd be like, huh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, 100%. But I think some people that haven't really been in the full dating world or they do have that extra time in their hands or they genuinely do want to find something and they are committed and want to show they're committed, then I think they do. And I think the people would do your little experiment. I know. But it's just finding the right ones. And I think you were very lucky at the beginning that... He was just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Because I think that a lot of people would be like, no, like, I would love to try and put it, in, put it to the test for me. But I think I get a lot of like, fuck off. I'm pretty sure most people wouldn't do it. Like, I really did get lucky. I definitely did. Mm. Um, so what do you do for date three? So I cooked him dinner at my house. And yes, I know COVID. I know everyone. But it was okay. at the other end of the dining room table. <laughs> it was the other end of the dining room table. We Obviously, we haven't kissed or held hands this whole time anyway. We kept mm-hmm. a distance the whole time. Um, and so I invited him over to my place for dinner. And, and this what did was, you cook? You're this, a good cook. I do love I'm such a feeder. You are um, a great feeder. So I actually did roast lamb. Ooh. Roast lamb, roast potatoes, the whole lot, shebang. Went all out for this date three. He thought he deserves it. After he deserves it. Him through. But that was it, wasn't it? Like, of course, someone 
someone comes to you know I, i'm imagining if guys come to a girl's house and she's cooked them this massive meal they're probably like winner you know like winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> winner, lamb dinner <laughs> yeah, <Hey>. lamb dinner <laughs> and he was like he just loved the lamb so much so we had this dinner and <clears throat> and you're a was, confident cook as well so you don't get nervous about this no stuff. i would be pretty nervous i'd want to do something fairly easy if it was me because i'd be like uh i could like five hours script. and i did a dessert as well i can't remember what dessert wow. i did though I cooked forever um, and all my friends will know and you know this, I'm such a feeder and I just absolutely love it. So I was like, okay, well, you know, he deserves this and if I never see him again, I, I won't feel guilty because, you know, I did all mm. this. So we had this dinner and then there wasn't much chit-chat at the table. He was still very quiet. He did turn up and he looked very nice. Like, you know, he really made an effort. Um, <laughs> I was going to do the dessert and then I was in this red velvet dress. It sounds very Christmassy <laughs> and Christmassy, but it's it was it was it's like maroon color and it's it's quite nice. Like it's just a bit slinky. It's like your black favorite black dress, but maroon. <clears throat> anyway, I was about to go and do the dessert, and uh, I was shaking <laughs> shaking the cream, and I, <laughs> and it just blew up all over me. <laughs> and he was sat at the table, and I couldn't turn around, and he was like, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "Um." And I just thought, nah, just you're gonna have to be yourself now. There's no trying. Just, just fucking turn around. So I turned around. and I was like, yeah, this just happened. And he was like, oh, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, there's cream all over my boobs, all over my dress. I'm gonna have to go and get changed. He's like, do you want me to help you? And I was like, get, get changed. changed. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a two year old. I can change myself. And it just like, <laughs> like broke the ice. You yeah. Know? Like we just, it just broke oh, the ice. Oh, that's so funny. And so I, did you take him up on the offer? Did you change it? So no, I went off and I came back really quickly. And he was like, oh, did you have? Did you do that on purpose? Did you have a second outfit ready to go? And I was like, no. I was like, I just have a great wardrobe. Thank you. Um, so I came back and I had this new dress on, whatever. And then we moved into the lounge and I thought, let's try and watch a movie and like try and get this a bit like closer so we can maybe Touch. hold hands. Oh. My God, we're going to hold hands. So COVID, get your sanitizer out first. Didn't fucking happen, did it? Didn't hold hands. We didn't hold hands. But maybe he's just being respectful, like, you know, I'll keep my 1.5 metres. Maybe he's encroached and it's like he one metre He kept his 1.5 metres on the couch. And my couch is not even 1.5 metres. Like, he couldn't have been any further away. And I was thinking, oh, no, this is not, this is this is mm. off. This is not on. This is yeah, off. Yeah, date three, it's just, yeah, it's not. <clears> so, anything wrapped up on. the evening. And then when he left about 11.30, again, like a good evening, like five and a half hours. Um, when he left, he just gave me this awkward hug and there was no kiss and he left and I was like that will be the last time that I see him yeah you just made that decision yeah I was like yeah it's a no oh. it's it's definite big fat no <laughs> so after that did he like <clears throat> message or anything uh he messaged just to say when he got home and thank you for a really good night and you know mm. your cooking was amazing like you know just really nice That's polite that. things because he's mm. such a polite guy but I could just feel there was nothing there. Now, what happened? I'm sure most girls can relate to this, actually. The next day, my friend that likes all my pictures on Facebook messaged me on Bumble and I went on to Bumble. And, you know, when you like, you know, you refresh and you can see, obviously, everyone's pictures in your messages um, and their, their messages. Well, this guy's picture was gone. And I was like, that only happens when they delete their profile. Mm. and I opened the message and it said profile deleted and I was like oh mm. my god what the hell does that mean we've just gone on three dates 
okay, I get it. He's, He's already content and he wants you. <laughs> no. I'm always like, oh, he didn't even just kiss me, not- though. Nothing. So so uh, I just I just had this feeling of, I don't know what's going on. Mm. So in my, <clears throat> not insecurity, because I'm not an insecure person, but in my, oh, well, another one bites the dust, decided... <clears throat> to meet up with um, the one that I'd had good convos with, not not Facebook liker, number two. Mm. The third one that had disappeared had actually texted me back and that, that day, <clears throat> sorry, and was like, oh, Nat, would you like to meet up and actually go for a walk? Because I think it's hard for everyone to ask girls out in COVID anyway. So I think he'd probably drifted off because he thought this is not viable. Mm. Anyway, so he came back and he said, do you want to go out for a walk? And I thought, do you know what? Fuck May it, yeah. as well. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. I'll go with you tomorrow. Because you're a bit confused about the sit. But also I was just like, it's done. Mm. It's over. It's done. So I went on a walk day. And would you believe it? that This guy lives literally just down the road from the guy that I'm dating like or dated and I was like oh as if it's in the exact same place like, probably know each other or something what is going on and so I went on a date with this guy and do you know what was really funny is the whole day and it was probably an hour not even the whole walk that I was with him I thought about the guy the other one that yeah. had left my house always happens <laughs> and I was like why am I thinking about him now like I just don't understand so anyway after that um the following day I decided and I, I was I was wanting to go for a walk or whatever. So I text him out of the blue and I thought, you know what? If I text him now and say, hey, do you want to catch up for a walk? And he says no, when he's given me mm. so much of his time, I know that it's not on. Mm. And we both feel the same way. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm not sure what you're up to today, but, you know, I'm around your area. I was seeing a friend and I was actually seeing a friend. I'd had a coffee with a girlfriend. Do you want to go for a walk? Yeah, sure. I'll be ready in 10 minutes. I'll meet you. At this ten place. minutes, quick turnaround, and I was like, "Keen, bloody hell!" I was like, "Okay, ten minutes, fuck, let's, let's just go." I feel like you're intrigued as well because you saw that on Bumble he had come off, so you were I like, wanted "What's to ask the situation him. there?" I wanted to ask him what was going on, mm. so I thought, "Well, he's asked, he said yes to meeting me again, so maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Like maybe this is not a disaster." So anyway, I was like, "Okay, well, I'm on my way, so off I go," and we catch up, and I'm not joking. This night, we were together for another five hours and we just walked the whole time and talked. He had opened up like a flower. Like, he literally told me so many things, said more, mm. said things about his family. You know, he'd really opened Finally, up like, to me. relaxed to you now. He was so relaxed to me. Yeah, that's And I was so like, nice. who is this person? I don't even know who this person is. And he was, like, so open and so lovely. And then I just... <clears throat> he said to me, before the day ended, he was like, so... um, do I get to see you again? Are you free on Saturday? Would you like to come around for pizza and movie? Closing the deal already. And see, I was again, like, there signs you... of a winner. <clears throat> and I was like, there you go. I was like, he's asked me for a date and this date hasn't even finished. Hmm. So signs. long story short, yeah, that goes on to that date. And uh, that, that fifth day was the date that we actually really awkwardly kissed each other. It was so oh, awkward. because we were number five. Date number five because we were so awkward about COVID and we just didn't know what was going on. And it was like just a, a terrible peck and it was just so awful. And But COVID is a weird time. It is a weird time for, for everyone. Yeah. I think it is, yeah, it's very hard to date in COVID. You manage to date and, you know, things have gone a lot slower, but it's worked out yeah. well. It was so weird. And um, so, yeah, and then the rest is history, I guess you can say. The rest is history. Well, no, there's more to say th- around that. Yeah, true. Um, so so it, it went well. That was date five. That was date that. five. Date six, we went out again. We did 
Um, I think, again, we did a really nice walk. And then we had, so we all had forced leave. Everyone went through different things in COVID, but um, where we work, um, we had forced leave for a week in April. And we'd already been seeing each other for a few weeks and we'd met in the March. So, you know, we'd known each other quite well and we'd met up quite a few times. Nothing had happened apart from a couple of kisses and whatever. And no, the awkward kiss, that was it. And I remember then he'd asked me for a walk one day and he said, I'm going to come and pick you up. And it was just before the week off. He said, I'm and he had a week off too because he actually works at the same company. Yeah, so the, <laughs> I forgot to, I forgot this, guys. Um, when we were actually talking on Bumble before we went on our date one... Um, he asked me he asked me where I worked and I told him and he goes me too and I was like what and he's like I'm on level 26 what level are you and I'm like level 25 and 9 and I was like oh my god this is so weird so we actually work at the same company well at least you had more success because I went on a walking date with someone I actually met on Bumble too and um they said that they worked for the same company but I had didn't say who I worked for so I never said anything and he never asked and then we went on the walking day just chatting and then as we're going along and he was talking about work and then he was like oh what about you and then I was just like oh it's it's, it's time for me to say it now I was like oh you know I work for the same company and he was like what no way but then the weirdest thing from it was the fact that when he knew that I worked for the same company he would still say weird things like oh yeah because of covid you know we've had a had a pay cut and I'm like well yeah me too mate because we work for the same company (laughs) And then at one point he was like, oh, where's your office? I'm like, are you serious? Oh God, he's dumb. I know, honestly. What retail? And then I was like, at the time I just thought, oh my God, what am I dealing with here? And then like later I kind of reflected on it and I was like, in fairness, there are two offices in Sydney. However, the other office like no one goes to. And, and it is this- huge anyway. We are quite big yeah, it's a Yeah, it's a big company. So I was like, oh, can I let him off? Mm, maybe. But I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just decided way before that. You're not for me. Yeah, nah. Um so yeah, so uh, I forgot where I was. So you had the you had the time off yes, at we the had same the time, time because we had that forced leave, so you could spend the time together. That's right. And I was I was still honestly, I'm not joking. It's a month in, and I'm still not on the fence, but I'm still very unsure of because he's so reserved. I just couldn't work it out if he even liked me. Like you know, I just I was really confused. So he picks me up and we go to Centennial Park and we go for this beautiful sunset walk. He literally took me at the perfect time because he knows I love flowers and gardens and all that, you know, crap that girls like. And some um, girls, I'm not much of a gardener. Some girls. And so he takes me. Maybe to, one day. <laughs> so he takes me to the um, to the park and yeah, and I'm like, okay. He looks really hot and he smells really good. Surely he's going to kiss me today. Like, surely this is going to happen. And it won't be so awkward and it'll be a bit more romantic. <laughs> oh, God, I bloody hope so. So anyway, afterwards, I invited him back to my house for a barbecue because we were hungry. You can't go to restaurants. Everything's closed. Let's go to Woolies, get some food. We'll cook it at mine. Like, you know, let's hang out because he had done pizza night for me. Mm. And I remember I was stood by the barbecue and I was like... He's not going to kiss me. I'm just going to do it. And if it's awkward and I get rejected, it's going to be okay because it's plenty more fish in the sea. He was not going to reject And it's going to be fine. And it's going to be fine. And I just literally went in for the kill. I was like, just kissed him. It was about time. And it was like the best minute of my life. Like it was so good. And I thought, so you do have it in you. It is there somewhere. Like you're just so reserved. Reserved. Um, and I, I weirdly kind of like that 
so much about him because I've always dated the complete opposite. I've dated people that are like me. All the leeches. Yeah. Like, I can't date someone like me. Really yeah. social and out there because it's, mm. it's exhausting, like, you know? So anyway, that happened and then um, barriers were dropped. That was yeah. it. It was down. Like, I was mystery. in the field. <laughs> and now it's been some time now since you've been together. So how, how long has it been? So it will be, oh, as, as we don't say that long, but it will be officially, uh, we will be three months tomorrow. Ooh. But we have been four months together. Yeah. Like so. Pretty much all the time. And I think it's actually fast forwarded because don't forget, COVID allowed us to have so much time together that we spent abnormal amounts of time together and grew in that time. So what we've been through in three months would be a normal six to nine month relationship. So, you know, like they do these TV series or like Marriage at First Sight, Married at First Sight, whatever, and they cram it into six or 10 weeks and they put you through everything you could go through as a couple in that time to, to really push the relationship and test it. And it's because you know, you're, you're kind of fast forwarding time, but cramming it into such a s- short space. And we have been through so much together getting to know each other because there is nothing else to do. And it mm. has been really great. Um, and we've actually now moved in together. Um, so which would, again, would have been a six month or a nine amazing. month thing. But yeah, we moved in together That's and so good. And it's going well. And it's going really well. And it's like, it's something that I just would never, I just would never have imagined to be in this situation now. Well, what a cook. Covid success story. What a lovely story! It's so nice. We always talk. Um, well, I like to say good, bad, ugly, but most of the time it's just pretty ugly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's actually really nice to have a lovely success story. But also, it's hilarious that you put him through that grueling recruitment process. Poor guy. Poor guy. And he Thank still you loves so me. much for sharing your story. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate your ongoing support. Please send us your dating stories. We have received some amazing ones so far that we can't wait to share with you all. Drop me a DM on Insta at Prowlin underscore podcast and give us a follow while you're there. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. See you soon. See you soon.